The message you're about to listen to is produced by CRIC Media. We are looking at operating in the spirit of wisdom. Operating in the spirit of wisdom. The Bible says wisdom is the principal thing. In other words, wisdom is first, wisdom is supreme. To operate in the spirit of wisdom is to function in the spirit of wisdom. The first question I'll ask is what is wisdom? According to the Bible, Wisdom is strategic insight. Strategic insight. You see this in Genesis 41. From verse 1 to 39. Joseph was able to interpret Pharaoh's dreams. And show him what he needed to do. Number two. Wisdom is insight into hidden secrets. Solomon was faced with two prostitutes and both of them were arguing that the child was theirs. And Solomon said, give me a knife. Let me cut the child into two. And one of them said, cut the child into two so it's neither mine nor hers. The other one said, give the child. Solomon said, this is the mother. And everybody was amazed because Solomon had insight into hidden secrets. Number three, wisdom is insight into mysteries and secrets. So what do you mean? I thought it was the same thing. No. Wisdom is insight into the mind of God, into the secrets of God. See, when when a person is functioning in wisdom, they have insight into the secrets of God. Let's look at that quickly. In Ephesians 1 verse 17, Paul says, I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ and the Father of glory may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and knowledge of him. Now give it to me in the Amplified Version. It says, For all is prayed to the God of our Lord Jesus Christ and the Father of glory that may grant you a spirit of wisdom and revelation of insight into mysteries and secrets. See, wisdom is strategic insight. You know what to do. See, it is insight into secrets. Someone is not telling you the truth, but by the way you talk to them, you know the truth. Insight into mysteries and secrets, setting things that is hidden from us by God, but you have privileged insight into that matter. Number four, Wisdom is doing the right thing at the right time for the right reasons. A lot of times we know what to do, we don't know how to do it and when to do it. In John 12 verse 49, 
John chapter 12, verse 49. It says, For I have not spoken on my own authority, but the Father who, who sent me gave me a command what I should say and what I should speak. Now, a lot of times we know what to say, we don't know how to say it. Give it to me in the New Living Translation. I don't speak on my authority. The Father who sent me has commanded me what to say and what and how to say it. Hallelujah. So it's so important that we, we have the divine know-how when it comes to interpreting the mind of God. And that comes through the wisdom of God. Look again here as we look at this Ecclesiastes chapter 8. Give me verse 5 and 6, old King James. It says, Whoso keepeth the commandment shall feel no evil thing, and a wise man's heart discerneth both time and judgment. In other words, he's doing the right thing in the right way. Verse 6. But to every purpose, there is time and judgment. Therefore, the misery of man is great upon him. He says people are suffering because they're not doing the right thing at the right time. You can do the right thing at the wrong time because you lack wisdom. So to the measure you increase in wisdom, to that measure, your quality of life will improve. See? So there are people that they seem not to understand how to function in the spirit of wisdom. In Acts 6 verse 10, speaking about Stephen, the Bible says they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spake. See that? So there is a spirit of wisdom. The Bible talks about it. And many of us at Children of God do not function in the spirit of wisdom. In Psalm 82 verse 5, the Bible says they know not, neither will they understand. It says they walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. See? Then if you look at Ecclesiastes 2 verse 13, look at this. It says, then I saw wisdom excelled fully as far as light excelled darkness. In other words, wisdom is light. It says they know not, neither will they understand, and they walk on in darkness. And all the foundations of the earth are out of cause. The chaos in our lives are proofs of a lack of wisdom. Are you all there? And wisdom is so important. In Acts 6 verse 3, in the choosing of leaders, and these leaders were to be selected to share food. To share food. And God, by the Spirit of God, instructed them to look for honest men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and what? And wisdom, who may appoint over this business. And most of the time, the church of God, we want people who have zeal, those who have knowledge. No, they were not, they're looking for wisdom. Because wisdom is a right use of knowledge. You may have knowledge and not use it well. I was having a meeting with our leaders some time ago during the week. We're having PRC. And I said, there are things God have told me about some of my leaders I've never told anyone, apart from my wife. See, I had knowledge. But the fact that God had told me something about this individual doesn't mean I should go tell someone else. 
See, because he never said I should go tell someone else. He never said I should go tell the individual, but he tells me that so that I can know how to relate. You get what I'm saying? So wisdom is a right use of knowledge. Proverbs 15 verse 2. Proverbs 15 verse 2. It says the tongue of the wise uses knowledge aright. See, so wisdom is a right use of knowledge. Hallelujah. So how do we operate in the, okay, he said I should show you this. Um, there's something I need to show you about how important wisdom is. Because so many of us do not know um, how to know if someone is functioning in wisdom. All right, let's look at Proverbs chapter 8. And um, we'll begin from verse 1. Does not wisdom cry out and ascend lift up, lift up a voice? She takes a stand on the top of the high hill and beside the way where the paths meet. She crowds out by the, by the gates at the entry of the city and at the entrance of the doors. To you, O men, I call my voices of the sons of men. All you simple ones, understand prudence. All you fools, be of understanding heart. Listen, for I will speak excellent things. From the opening of my mouth will come right things. In other words, you know wisdom is working by the way someone talks. Excellent things. Wherever you find vulgarity, there's no wisdom. It says my mouth will speak excellent things. For my mouth will speak truth. You see that? My mouth will speak truth. That's the word. Two, that's not lying. Then he says, wickedness and an abomination to my lips. So the way you talk, it reveals whether you have wisdom or not. I'm going to show him, I'm going to kill him, or oh, you lack wisdom. Wisdom doesn't talk like that. Wickedness and abomination to my lips. It says, all the words of my mouth are with righteousness. Nothing crooked or perverse is in them. They are all plain to him who understands. And right to those who found knowledge, who find knowledge. Receive my instruction and not silver, and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies, that's precious stones, and all the things one may desire cannot compare with the I wisdom dwell with prudence. You know, prudence, when an individual has prudence, they know how to manage things. In other words, if someone has wisdom, they are not wasteful. When you find someone that is wasteful, it's a lack of wisdom. So you don't know how to manage things. Then he says, and I find out knowledge and discretion. Give it to me in the old King James. I found out the knowledge of witty inventions. So one of the evidences of wisdom is creativity. See, I remember one time the Lord told me, he says, wisdom is creative ingenuity. When someone has wisdom, is able to do something in a way it has never been done before with ease. Creative ingenuity. So when you have wisdom, there's creative ingenuity. Verse 13, please. It says, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride and arrogance and the evil way, and the perverse mouth I hate. So if you do not have the fear of the Lord, it is proof you lack wisdom. Because Proverbs 1 verse 7, it says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Then Psalm 111 verse 10, Psalm 111 verse 10, it says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. That means one proof you have wisdom 
Small wisdom is a fear of God. Don't forget, wisdom is different from knowledge. You may have all the technical knowledge from school, and if you don't have the fear of the Lord, you don't have wisdom. See? Because the Bible says the fear of the Lord is to hate evil. You see that? So if the individual loves to sin, then they lack wisdom. Because wisdom will, will keep you from sin. Someone says, oh, what about Solomon? Solomon said, I tried madness and folly. So at the point, Solomon was a fool. It's in your Bible. So if you're not walking in the fear of the Lord, you lack wisdom. Counsel is mine and sound wisdom. Counsel is mine. See? I am understanding I have strength. By me, kings reign and rulers decree justice. So, he's telling you that if you don't have influence, proof positive, you lack wisdom. Because with wisdom comes influence. The measure of your influence will never be greater than the measure of your wisdom. The measure of your influence will never be greater than the measure of your wisdom. Are you all there? By me, princes, rulers, and nobles, and all the judges of the earth. Hallelujah. It says, rulers decree justice. In other words, in a society where there's, give me the, the previous verse, verse 15. In a society where there's justice, it is proof there is wisdom. By me, princes, rulers, nobles, and all the judges of the earth. For I love those who love me, and those who seek me diligently will find me. Riches and honor are with me. Are you getting richer? Are you getting richer? Or are you broke? See, because when there is wisdom, there'll be wealth. No wealth, no wisdom. Enduring riches. Oh, King James says, durable riches and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold, yes, than fine gold. My revenue than choice silver. I traverse the way of righteousness in the path of justice. You know, the person is living right. God wisdom. That I may cause those who love me to inherit wealth. That I may fill their treasures. Their treasuries. You see that? So, there are ways, you know, the spirit of wisdom is at work in this individual. You know it. You know it. This individual is functioning in the spirit of wisdom. And not many are. See? And we've got to learn, learn. As, as a body of Christ, how do I function? How do I function in the spirit of wisdom? Let me show you something that made wisdom very important to me. In Proverbs chapter 1, this changed my life many years ago. Verse 22. How long, you simple ones, will you love simplicity? For scorners delight in scorning and fools hate knowledge. One way you know you are a fool. Number one, a fool says in his heart there is no God. Sorry to say, every atheist is being a fool. Because every sincere atheist knows there's a God. But has refused to acknowledge there's a God. Okay, Romans 1 verse 20. We'll come back here. For since the creation of the world, its invisible attributes are clearly seen. Being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so they are without excuse. You see, they, they refuse to acknowledge God. 
Give me from verse 18, 18, let's read 18 to 20. It says, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and all unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. Next verse, verse 19. But because what may be known of God is manifest in them for God has shown it to them. They refuse to acknowledge him because his eternal power is revealed in creation. The invisible attributes of God is revealed in creation. How can you say there is no God? You say, okay, if you can send out signals to the space and uh, you get about um, 12 to 48 bytes of information, then there's another being there. And the human DNA has 4 billion bytes of information. The proof that it's a watch means it's a maker of a watch. You cannot tell me the order in a wristwatch, it wasn't made by someone. The proof is the card is a maker. Anything that functions in order, there's a maker. It's very clear. You can learn from the sun. The sun, there are three things about the sun. The sun is in one place. It's in one place. The sun gives us light and heat and it's in one place. And it's a message from the sun. The father is in heaven. The light of the sun represents the sun, Jesus Christ. In Malachi 4 verse 2, the Bible calls him the son of righteousness. The heat from the sun speaks of us of the Holy Spirit. So, why do I believe in Trinity? It's evident in creation. Water itself is both ice, give it to me, liquid and what? And vapor. Are you following me? So, go back to where we were, please. It says, fools hate knowledge. Number two, you are a fool if you do not invest in knowledge. So if you do not invest in knowledge, according to the Bible, you are a fool. In Pigeon English, you be okay. Hallelujah. So you know you, 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 you're fool or you're being foolish when you do not invest in knowledge. Hallelujah. Let me show you something about how you know a fool. Give me Proverbs 9 verse 7. It says, he who corrects a scorner gets shame for himself. If you, if, you, if you correct someone that is insulting, the person will insult you back. They never learn. Then he says, he who rebukes a wicked man only harms himself. He says, do not correct a scorner lest they hate you. Rebuke a wise man and what? And he will love you. That means your reaction to correction is a proof of your wisdom. Anyone that hates correction is being stupid. You see that? So you can tell, am I being foolish? Yeah, if you, if you, if you, if you hate instruction. Hallelujah. It says, verse 9, give instruction to a wise man and he will be wiser still. It says, and um, that's Oak in James. It says, he, he will still be wiser. It says, teach a just man early increase in learning. One way you know that you're, you're wise is your willingness to learn. Fools are unteachable. Are you all there? Fools are unteachable. Verse 13 says, A foolish woman is clamorous. She is simple and knows nothing. A foolish woman is loud. Very, very loud. See, it says, Fools hate knowledge. Hallelujah. Okay. Then, another thing you know you are a fool if you 
love fornication. If you're fornicating or committing adultery, according to the Bible, you are a fool. Do you know the only people who get naked are not ashamed when they get naked are mad people? If you're involved in sweetie, it means with you, you'd be fool. He said, Ryan, sweetie, it means with you, fool. So, all right, look at this. <laughs> Verse 16. Whoso is simple, let him turn in here. This woman is the adulterer in Proverbs 19, 13 to 18. It says, Whoso is simple, whoever is simple, let him turn in here. As for him that lacks understanding, she says to him, Stolen waters is sweet, and bread eaten in secret places is, is pleasant. But he does not know that the dead are there and that her guests are in the depth of hell. So if you like sweetie, means sweetie, you, you'll be fool. I didn't say that. Who said that? God. It's not a lie. A lie. For the other person got the flame job. Oh boy, they go wine waste. <laughs> <laughs> it's like some of you guys whining ways here. Yeah? Stop whining ways. Look at Proverbs 5, verse 22 into 23 for the guy who is involved in fornication. His own iniquity shall entrap the wicked man, and he is caught in the cause of his sin. He shall die for lack of instruction. And in the greatness of his folly shall he go astray. He says the guy is a big fool. How many people will see your, your, your nakedness before you, before you have your dignity? Chris Mann does not care. I saw a madman in Port Harcourt some years ago standing in front of the shop totally naked. It's a boutique. I don't know what I want to buy clothes. <laughs> he stood in front of the shop looking. And the person selling was a lady. He had no shame whatsoever. Because in the madness, the greatness of his folly, he has lost it. The next time you pull your clothes before a woman that is not your wife or a man that is not your husband, just tell yourself, I have become a fool. Because that head is not correct. Proverbs 1 verse 22. Do you see love me? Okay. <laughs> Verse 22, how long will you simple ones, you simple ones, will you love simplicity? For scorners delight in scorning and fools hate knowledge. The Bible says fools despise wisdom. Somebody might be here today saying that. I said they talk. Maybe person knows, maybe person knows enjoy life. They talk. I beg you. Who knows not, not, not God person to serve. <laughs> I pray the next time you try to exercise your folly, an angel will appear and look at you and say, you be fool. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right, 23. Turn at my rebuke. So I will pour my spirit on you. Wisdom is talking here, the spirit of wisdom. He says, turn at my rebuke. 
Because many people don't want to change. He says, turn on my room and I will pour my spirit, my spirit. Give me the old King James. We'll come back to the new King James. Because sometimes it's lighter. He says, turn you out my reproof. Behold, I'll pour out my spirit unto you. And I'll make my words. I'll make known my words unto you. See? Because this is your stubbornness. Trying to go your own way. You're limiting the flow of wisdom in your life. Verse 24, because I have called and you refused, and I have stretched out my hand and no one regarded, because you disdained all my counsel and would have none of my rebuke, I will also laugh at your calamity. The end of the road of disobedience is calamity. I will mock when your terror comes, O King James, and when your fear comes. When your terror comes like a storm and your destruction like a whirlwind, looking at a hurricane. When this anguish come upon you, it says you'll be compounding your problems as you keep on rejecting wisdom. 28. Then they will call on me, but I will not answer. They will seek me diligently, and they will not find me. You know, when people are in trouble, when they have messed up everything, they now want God to do magic now. Functioning in the spirit of wisdom. Then he says, because they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord, they would have none of my counsel and despise every rebuke. I'm rebuking now. They don't listen. Therefore, they shall eat the fruit of their own way and be filled to the full with their own fancies. The turning away for the turning of the away of the symbol will slay them, and the complacency of fools will destroy them. The the is the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. Because you have money now, you think you should be carrying every woman. It's crazy. Someone was telling me to, to get a woman from, from the Caribbean is 3.6 million. That was then a long time ago. When dollar was a hundred and something. Now it should have maybe tripled the price. They said to get an Arabian virgin is 10 million naira per night. 10 million? Kilon shiel? 10 million? For one night? You fool. Read my lips. Yeah, I believe none of them are here in Jesus' name. 10 million. That was then when dollar was 100. Now maybe it's 30 million for Arabian version. Said they, 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 they soak themselves in perfume. The people's, the, the ladies' bodies smell like perfume. Smell very nice. Waking, 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 waking. Let me, let me flog somebody here. Says the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. Next verse, 33. But whosoever listens to me will dwell safely and will be secure without fear of evil. You see that? We're looking at functioning in the spirit of wisdom, operating in it. And here it tells us one of the keys is to walk in the fear of the Lord. 
See, one of the keys is to walk in the fear of the Lord. And that's one thing this generation lacks. To fear God, the Bible says, is to hate evil. See, give me, um, let's begin with um, Proverbs chapter 9. And I want to show you something there about the fear of the Lord because, understand, please. It says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning. You, you, want, you, you, want, you want to flow in wisdom. The first thing it says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Do you fear God? Job 1, give me verse 1 and 2. Look at this. It says... There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job, one that, that, that was blameless and upright, one who feared God and shunned evil. It means he hated evil. To fear God is to hate evil. The question I want to ask you, do you like sin? Talk to me now. Huh? How do I know? I don't live with you. I don't. See? The Bible says fools make a spot of sin. In other words, they enjoy it. They enjoy it. So do you enjoy sin? Say, oh boy, I, I don't fall that babe now. Oh, for the babe. She don't deform, says she's strong. When I, when I spray her, man. So I spray her. Oh, yeah, and the baby, and the baby, and the plate. So now she did beg me, say, me can't break it out. But I don't, don't, don't take off. <laughs> Let me read something to you. <laughs> Give me Proverbs 14. Verse 7. Hallelujah. Proverbs 14, verse 7. Are you there? It says, go from the presence of a, a foolish man when you do not perceive in him the lips of knowledge. Fools, they're talking now. He's not thinking that he will have his own daughter. He's not thinking. He thinks he's having fun, making a mess of other people's children. Proverbs 10, verse 23. He said, To do evil is like sport to a fool. Oh boy, I got boss yet now. I bossed the head, the boy, the beggar, the bossed the head, they beg me. Can you see your, your head is not correct? He's <laughs> a fool. But I choke him, I choke him, choke him. Okay, boy, what they beg me? They make my bum up. I choke him, choke him. Look at you. The Bible says you're a fool. 
Because they don't understand that whatsoever a man doeth, that shall he also reap. He that lives by the sword will die by the sword. But I fall him. I fall him. I fall him, boy. I fall him. Before long, he too is fallen. The bad one is when mercy sustains him for a long time. He now grows up to become a man and is rich and has children, and somebody falls him. It's messy for somebody here. You think cultism or this thing you're going, you're, you're getting away with it. Except you come to Christ. That's the only way. Where the blood just got not clear it out of your story. But you continue like this. Go for, go for you. Go for you too. Proverbs 14 verse 9. It says, fools mock at sin. They play with it. Among the upright, there is favor. I don't know who God is talking to today. Carry gun on the street, rape another woman's daughter, another man's wife on the street. Think you've gone away like that? You go born. You go marry. Except you come to Christ. That's the only way. It says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. You want wisdom, you must have the fear of God. Let me read you a few things. Go to the book of Daniel. Chapter 1. And let's see how Daniel contacted the wisdom of God. And um, before we read Daniel 1, I want to remind you of a man called Joseph. His boss's wife was talking to him. Josie? Josie now, Josie? And he ran away. And they put him in prison. When he put him in prison, he became the head prisoner. From there, he interpreted Pharaoh's dream and became the prime minister. Why? He had wisdom. He says, wisdom will bring you to honor, a crown of glory to deliver to you. Because says, fools despise wisdom. We used to have a guy when we were growing up, his name was Galala. Yeah, his nickname was Galala. Before Galala dance came. And Galala he used to do all kinds of bad stuff. He would mock me that I'm a Christian, smoking Hindu. No, Galala. And one time I went to where I was born and I saw Galala. He has wrecked his father, robbed his father. Feso, Feso, give me money now. Feso, Feso. He was once the son of the rich. Were the son of average parents. I chose the part of wisdom. Galala chose fully. Daniel 
Daniel 1 verse 8. But Daniel proposed in himself that he would not defile himself with a portion of the king's meat. Now with the wine which he drank and therefore requested the prince of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. You see that? So Daniel refused to defile himself. He had the fear of God. Because God told them not to eat all these things like pork and all those stuff. And, um, and these people, they, they, not only were they, uh, they were eating pork, but they offered it to their idols first. And then it refused. That he should give them vegetables and whole grains. And they proved them for 10 days they were okay. But look at verse 17. As for these four children... God gave them knowledge and skill in all learning and wisdom. And Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. Why? The fear of the Lord. And many of us here, we don't have the fear of the Lord. Now, what does it mean to fear God? We say, number one, it means to hate evil. Number two, to fear God is to delight greatly in his commandments. Psalm 112 verse 1. You are excited about the word of God. See, it says, blessed man, I fear the Lord that delighted greatly in his commandments. So if you have the fear of God, then the word of God excites you. There are many people with the word of God. You said the Bible says, I mean, leave that side, leave that, leave Bible. Look at this. I told you one time, I said, most of the politicians in our country have one disease or the other in their body. Can you remember when I taught you that? Because some of you cannot remember. And I taught you a principle that when you take what belongs to another, there's a, you, there's a consequence in yourself. That when you take another person's money, you will spend it on sickness. There's almost no politician you meet today that doesn't have one sickness in his body. It's the way life works. It's the way life works. That's why I will not take, God taught me this, I will not take what belongs to you. If I take it from you, I will spend it on my health. It says, as for these four children, God gave them knowledge and skill, all learning and wisdom, and then I understand in all visions and dreams. Now, at the end of, of, the, of the days that the king had said he should bring them in, the prince of the Enoch brought them in before Nebuchadnezzar, and the king communed with them, and among, watches, among all was found none like Daniel. Ananiah, Michelle, and Nazariah, his three friends, therefore stood there before the king. And in all matters of wisdom and understanding that the king inquired of them, they, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and astrologers that were in his realm. Ten times better. Daniel 5.11 There's a man in thy kingdom in whom is the spirit of the holy gods. You see that? The spirit of wisdom. In the days of thy father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods was found in him. Whom the king, Nebuchadnezzar, thy father, the king, I say thy father, made master of the magician, astrologers, cardiacs, and soothsayers. He walked in the fear of God. Do you have the fear of God? 
You want such wisdom that when you open your mouth, people are like, boy, where did that come from? Then you must have the fear of God. And the sad thing is that many people do not have the fear of God. So turn from my rebuke and I'll pour my spirit onto you. But many will not turn. Even the Bible speaks of Jesus, that Jesus had the fear of God. And he had such exceptional wisdom. Let me give it to you in Hebrews chapter 5. Jesus had the fear of God. Look at this. Hebrews 5. And let's begin from verse 6. It says, as he said also in another place, thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. It says, who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications with strong crying and tears unto him that was able to save him from death and was heard how in that what he feared. Jesus had the fear of God. Many of us here, Hebrews 12, 28, let's end this with Hebrews 12, 28. Many of us here do not have the fear of God. One bit, one lick of it. You leave anyhow, you make a spot of sin. You make a mock at sin. So, how many, many guests you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't fall now for, for school? Say, my, my goal now 40. No, 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 I did 25. Boys, boys do it on campus. Young guys. So, how many you own? Say, me 12. Say, oh boy, you just start now, me 25. I double your side, double portion. A young man told me, I think we just left university then, he has slept with 60 girls to the best of his knowledge. It could be more. 60. He was prolific. 60. I don't know how many you have slept with. Maybe 100. The way out is salvation. Hebrews 12, 28. Wherefore, we receive a kingdom which cannot be moved. Let us have grace. Whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and what? Godly fear. So you ask God for that grace. To serve him. See? Because give us in the old King James, Isaiah 11 verse 3. Because when you have the fear of the Lord, God will make you of quick understanding. It says, it shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, nor neither reprove after the head. That means you be, you, when you are talking, you, it's not based on what is happening. You are accurate. All heads bowed. All eyes closed. Thank you for listening to this message. As we preach the full message of this new life, our goal is to raise the people who are like Jesus by exposing them to the influence of God's word and his spirit in an atmosphere of love so that they may be able to take the love of God, the word of God, and the healing power of God to every individual within their sphere of contact. 
For more information on how you can get other messages by Apostle David Wale Fesso, visit us at Charismatic Renaissance International Church, Kilometer 9 and 10, along Isaac Boro Expressway, Birubulu, Yenegua Bioso State. You can also visit our website at crichurch.org. Follow us on Facebook at Charismatic Renaissance or call 003-382-7072 or 005-120-4708. God bless you.